0: Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Lafanya
1: Jones, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted, we're not going to be your stereotypical therapists. What we will be is down to
0: earth, informative, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right interns, turn up the volume, grab your pen and paper, it's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional.
1: Welcome back to session 17. Who are you talking to?
0: <laughs> Me. Me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, interns, get out your pen and your paper. This week, we're going to talk about fair fighting, which is a way to manage conflict and emotions, but it does require a set of skills.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always interesting to me that we have so many clients that come in and they don't communicate effectively, and it's always because they really want their way to be what they're their uh, partner or their friend or whoever they're arguing with chooses. And the reality is that's just not going to happen. You're going to have to figure out like a way to talk to each other. And both of y'all get y'all's points across. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I think
2: it's difficult for people to do that because it's hard when, especially when you're having difficult conversations, Mm -hmm. it's hard for people to remain calm Mm -hmm. because again, people don't tend to know how to argue. So people's, character is attacked you are (laughs) being belittled Mm -hmm. and so it's hard to remain calm Mm -hmm. and so you know both or one end up overreacting
0: yeah yeah well and we forget that defense is a natural response Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know it is going it is innate in us that if we feel attacked I'm going to go on the defensive. It's just like, you know, an animal that's being backed into a corner. They're going to come out swinging and fighting. It's the same thing with words. If I feel like you're backing me into a corner verbally, then I don't see or feel like I have any other alternative Mm -hmm. other than to, okay, well, if you're trying to hurt me, then I'm really about to come for you. Oh,
2: yeah. And, you, you know, we can cut people with these tongues for real.
0: That's why I don't like the old saying sticks and stones. I just get ready to say that. Yes. I hate that. And I say this in my sessions too. I hate that saying because it's like, no, now while sticks and stones do hurt. So how, do words. But words, but those are the things that stick. Mm-hmm. You know, a physical injury will heal over time. And you may have scars or, you know, things and whatnot mm-hmm. that are still reminders. But it is easy for our brains to become an echo chamber. So, you know, you say I'm stupid or I'm ugly or whatever it is that somebody is saying for, you know, you mm-hmm. you think you better than me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those words get into your head and then they just echo and, you know, kind of just bounce back. It's almost like ping pong, you know, um, or like a what's that thing was called back in the day where you said foosball? No, the machine it's ping, ping pong ping ball. Pong. That's what that, that arcade game was called? Yeah. That's what we're going to well, say they,
2: Well, they were called different things. Oh, okay. But, that, the but you know which one I'm talking was, about. Yeah, right? mm
0: mm-hmm. um, But it's like that. You know, it's just that ball's just jumping all over the mm-hmm. place. You know, I think we forget that when we're having an argument with a person that they're going
1: to defend themselves. Yeah. I think another issue is kind of what Dr. Jones was saying is, people don't know how to stay calm but I don't even think it's that I think it's that people don't know how to properly express their emotions Mm -hmm. like you don't have to be calm in the midst of this argument but your response to me your reaction to me that that needs to still be healthy because if you start talking to me crazy Mm -hmm. you're not gonna get Nene like you're gonna get (laughs) Nichelle like you're gonna get a totally different side and that's not that's not ever going to be okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, in the in the and when I when I say remain calm, mm-hmm. I mean like internally mm-hmm. because when you start becoming angry, you know, we, right, we <laughs> tend to be ready to f- I'm ready to fight. I'm re- that's all. Mm-hmm. And I, and I'm not even talking about physically. I'm talking about with our words. Yeah. And like you <laughs> said, we can pro- we don't properly express them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So we when we when we properly feel them, mm-hmm. we automatically think it's anger.
1: Yeah. It reminds me of that uh, comedy show with Kevin Hart where he be making his hands go <laughs> up his face <laughs> when he get angry and it's like, oh, like it's hilarious. <laughs> I wish we had a camera right now because it just, you know, his hands steady going up his head. But that's exactly how you be feeling when you be arguing with people sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. And I think the more you dig into that person mm-hmm. or the more you attack i guess because that's typically how people argue Mm -hmm. the more you attack the the more the hands go up (laughs) (laughs) the more the hands go up on the meter (laughs) yeah
0: that's so true though and then you highlight stuff that i may already be insecure about you know because nobody knows your buttons more than somebody that you're intimate with And when I say intimate, I don't necessarily mean sexual, but somebody that knows you in a way that the average person is not going to know you, Mm -hmm. they know how to push your buttons quicker and
1: harder than anybody else. Yes. And y'all, it's more than one type of intimacy. So if you only know sexual, get it, get your life, grow up, come on, get it together.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's, that's one of my, one of my ground rules for um, fair fighting is to not use a part your, partners or friend or whoever their secrets against them mm-hmm. as weapons mm-hmm. because that's how you lose trust mm-hmm. and that's how you that's how people become more aggressive in their communication when they're trying to fight and they start they start lashing back because mm-hmm. now you tell you using my secrets or my information that I shared with you as my as a weapon against yep. me
1: mm-hmm. that's the quickest way for me to shut down yes I'm I'm going to shut down and I'm walking off. You you will not exist to me anymore. Mm-hmm. And that is just not a good place for me to go. No. When I don't even remember you anymore. No <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't go there, you mm-hmm. know, because then the unhealthy side of me come out. So if, you, if I'm ever arguing with somebody like that, I have to, like, constantly, like, talk to myself. Okay. Don't joke them up. <laughs> don't <chuckle. laughs> don't say crazy stuff to him like it's a struggle because i have in just say romantic relationships i've had somebody that talked to me like that probably a, a couple of years ago y'all know who i'm mm-hmm. talking about um mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he local um and it was like sparring every every time we had a conversation. I was like, oh, this ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. You too volatile for yeah. me. I can't do this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm not your adversary.
1: And we I'm not your punching team. bag. Mm-hmm. That
0: too. <laughs> Even more so probably. Because you can get these hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Girl>.
1: <laughs> but yeah. I
0: think all of this goes back to what we've been saying, you know, just kind of periodically through each or through several different sessions is that people don't understand feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, they default to a particular set of feelings and have no idea that, you know, okay, well, what you just said to me, you know, kind of had me throw back to something somebody said to me in the fifth grade. Mm -hmm. And I'm still kind of, even though I think I'm over it, that still kind of bothered me. Mm -hmm. Yep.
2: But that, but you know, that's how our brains work. Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, when we have those insecurities, you know, when we have those experiences through life and we keep having things to validate that insecurity, we start
0: mm-hmm.
2: living like that insecurity
0: mm-hmm.
2: or living in the insecurity.
1: Yeah. It's like that, Um, uh, that framework that I had y'all, look at a while back where it talks yeah Mm -hmm. and it kind of talks about like the love bank my old minister in Abilene Dr. Tony Roach he has this uh curriculum that talks about your old self and your new self and how it's formed and that's along the same lines like if you get hurt at a certain age and then you keep getting hurt in that same way it creates your framework for you to to -hmm. exist in the world and Mm -hmm. if you don't go and correct that Oh, you about, you about to be dysfunctional for the rest of your life until you correct it. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: And so anytime you have a conversation or argument or whatever, Mm -hmm. if somebody push that button, oh, it's
0: on. Yeah. It's on and popping. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So if we had to say a either number one or definitely high up on the list of fair fighting is know what you feel. Oh
1: gosh, girl, emotional intelligence. Yes. Mm -hmm. As we've said before, do your
0: Googles. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And pull up a feelings chart. Yes, You know, there is no shame in learning something new. You know, we are all ignorant to something. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to, you know, like I need some help in this area because I just don't have the, the background to know all of these different subtle feelings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, so if you keep defaulting to anger, which is, I don't know why that's the one that everyone seems to run to. Because it's secondary. Mm-hmm. And it seems
2: to be, I'm going to say this, but I know what y'all going to say. It seems to be the more accepted emotion.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Yeah. Oh, I thought y'all was going to disagree. Okay. No, it <laughs> is the accepted. It don't mean it's healthy. Right. right. But you know, we live in a whole dysfunctional world. So yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. So I think that's why it's more accepted, mm-hmm.
0: you know? Mm-hmm. And it's probably one of the more visual. Mm-hmm. So it's the easiest to recognize
1: yeah
2: and so that's what i was so make sure not only know your emotions know how they feel
1: Mm -hmm. in your body
2: and yes in your body
1: Mm -hmm. because
2: everything should not feel like anger and everything should not look like anger if you're Mm -hmm. hurt i should know you're hurt it should not look like you're angry Mm
0: -hmm. if you're embarrassed Mm -hmm. because a lot of times when people feel embarrassed they lash out Mm yeah yeah you know, learn your
1: feelings guys mm-hmm. it's important like you gotta feel them emotionally and then you need to also feel them physically mm-hmm. because a lot of people can like prime example they say they stomach hurt when they get anxious mm-hmm. okay that's a symptom of your anxiety or their chest hurts yeah mm-hmm. so you, you should know that that's what's coming on so that you can combat that in a healthy way mm-hmm.
2: and then know what be specific in what's bothering you you know you (laughs) that part okay say it
0: one more time for the people in the back
2: be specific (laughs) about what is bothering you you know that
0: remember when I said I'm fine (laughs) are you are you really yes
1: Yes, it's all right mm -hmm. we straight you good that's black girl lingo for watch your back <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay whatever
2: <laughs> and and even when you're trying to communicate with to someone what's wrong with you if you're commun- if you're not communicating the correct thing you can't address the right thing I in my in my sessions when I'm talking to people about uh fair fighting I typically put like this uh target on the board
0: mm-hmm.
2: and usually I say the reason why you walk away if have you i asked them have you ever walked away from a conversation and was like how the hell did we get on this conversation what in the world just happened that's because you did not hit the target
1: mm-hmm. i said it in the conversation what are you talking about <laughs> i can see you saying <laughs> but, that too cuz y'all know like once my brain has exerted a certain level of energy i'm like this shouldn't be this hard let me what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Say that again? Like Let's I may not back. I may not say it as harsh as I just said it because mm-hmm. you know you you got to read your audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but they gonna get something to mm-hmm. the effect of that. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I agree with you though. Yeah, I I'll throw that I I'm I'm confused.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would throw that out real quick. I, I'm confused. What what is going on right now? Yeah. See my
0: thing'll be what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Y'all could tell we got the same type of communication. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Yeah, because, no. It'd be too much. But, you know, something that goes with that is also don't pile on too many problems at one time. It's, yes. You can't have one session and solve all your problems. Yes. You're going to be angry for real mm-hmm. and hungry probably by the end of it. You know? <laughs> yes. But I
0: think that goes back to you saying you missed the target. Mm-hmm. Because then... And you know, we, we all probably do this when we talk to couples, but like, if you start bringing in all these extra arguments, you're never Mm -hmm. going to solve any of these problems. Yeah. So then you're still going to feel if you're knowing what you actually feel, Mm -hmm. you're still going to feel all of those things, but now you're going to feel them tenfold because stuff that you weren't talking about and worried about and thinking about has now been brought from the back to the front. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm.
2: And then what you need, what, what just happened does not get addressed because At you are all. now talking about the stuff that from, from the past.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From 1972. Exactly. <laughs> Why did you tell me that in 1972? It's 2020. <laughs> like, don't bring it up now. Mm-hmm. Not in this session on this new topic. Um, and something I see in my clients also is that when say one person is trying to be healthy and they're, they're fighting style and the other person is like, but you do this. First mm. of all, we're not talking about that right now. Mm-hmm. Let's solve what I just said. And then once we solve this, we can go to yours. Mm-hmm. If we need to do two in this one session, we can do that. But we're not right. going to tit for tat it. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah you you <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. I was <laughs> like, man, that tit for
0: tat thing is, I mean, it'll derail a conversation in, immediately. Because mm-hmm. then it's almost like you're trying to one up each other on, well, my hurt is bigger than your hurt. but yes. But you hurt me too. But you hurt me too. But you hurt me. And then it just keeps escalating till again, you're not even talking about the thing that you originally were talking about.
2: (laughs) You're just trying to avoid an accusation now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I tell my significant other, when we have disagreements, if I bring something to you, that's not the time for you to tell me, (laughs) accuse me of something Mm -hmm. like you, either one tell me when I do it and we can address it then or wait till the next day. Mm -hmm. And then tell me, hey, you remember we I need to talk to you about something Mm -hmm. because if because then it it feels like you're dismissing my thoughts and it feels like you're dismissing my feelings at that time because I'm bringing something that you that I've been offended by.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, it is a dismissal. Mm -hmm. It may not be the intent. Mm -hmm. We talked about this intent and impact. There's two different things. And if I'm bringing something to you, I need us to acknowledge it and work through it. Now I'm I'm totally okay for constructive criticism and feedback. Bring it on back, cause we mm-hmm. got to give and get. Mm-hmm. But you can't just be like, "Well, I, blah, 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 it's just, <laughs> just like, oh, okay, that's what we doing." I'm telling y'all, I am telling you i do not do well in these situations, cause I'm like, "Oh, so you just you don't hear nothing I'm saying?" Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. and that's
2: that. I think to that will make that will make me shut down mm-hmm. when I feel like you're dismissing me because mm-hmm. one like I am a communicator. Like I, I'm not going to hold nothing in. Mm-hmm. I nope. if I feel it, if I, you know, this, I don't like it. This makes mm-hmm. me uncomfortable. Yeah. This hurts my feelings. This, I feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. He And he will tell you, yeah, no, you don't hold on to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to know everything. He said, I knew everything in the beginning. I knew you wanted to be married. So if I didn't want to, <laughs> so he knew everything.
1: <laughs> As he should.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> of, of course. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I tell my significant other is I can't deal with your emotions for you. Mm. You know, when I'm talking about what I'm feeling, and then, you know, if he starts to say, Well, when you, I say, Well, you, but I can't deal with your feelings about me for you. Mm. You have to deal with that. We need to have a session on that one.
2: Yeah, we really do.
1: Because that's a hard one.
2: Mm-hmm. And that, that's a long discussion because people don't know how to not do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm.
2: Yeah, it is hard. Yeah.
0: Communication is, you know, um, one of the therapists in our office, he said something to me that I was like, huh, I never <laughs> thought of it that way. <laughs> he said, um, life is simple, but hard. And the easy stuff is complicated. And I was like, whatever do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was taught and communication was one of the examples that he gave. And he said, you know, it's easy to just communicate. Mhm. It's hard to do it in a way that is healthy. Um, No, he said communication is simple. All you have to do is do it. It's complicated because we take the easy road and just argue and yell and scream Mm -hmm. versus taking the hard way, um, which would be expressing your emotions in a healthy way and, you know, being more um, accurate on what it is that you feel, sitting Mm -hmm. in that Mm -hmm. feeling, all of that stuff. You know, it's a simple thing to do, but it's actually hard but arguing is easy, but it mm-hmm. makes the situation complicated.
1: Well, you know that's that's when you do that, you're being soft,
0: <laughs> allegedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, mm-hmm. people don't want to go there. They like, mm, I ain't about that soft stuff or whatever. And I'm just like, well, that's dumb. I say it in my head, not out loud, because then that would be counterproductive to the mm-hmm. conversation too. But <laughs> in my head, I'm just like, so you don't really want to go there. You don't really want to have an intimate relationship with whoever you're dealing with. You just want it to be surface level. And you can say all day long that you want it to be this deep, meaningful thing, but you really don't because Mm -hmm. when it's uncomfortable, you run. Yeah.
2: Yeah. People are uncomfortable with vulnerability Mm
1: -hmm.
2: because you know, when you become vulnerable with people or with someone that you you become transparent Mm -hmm. and we're so afraid of people using us against ourselves when we argue when we have conversations and you know things of that nature that being vulnerable is something that is is a it's like a a bear (laughs) you know you 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 can't it's you're afraid that people are so afraid of it yeah
1: Mm -hmm. all chains ain't physical no a lot of them are mental Mm-hmm. so very yeah, much so you will keep yourself in bondage you know when you have a truly intimate relationship it's actually freeing oh yeah you just be soaring you be here <laughs> like yes lord <laughs> the wind beneath my wings you know <laughs> my
0: hair is
2: blowing in the air okay
0: <laughs> yeah i agree with both of you ladies yeah I, and you know i think that's why it's great to have ground rules for establishing how you're going to communicate. Mm -hmm. And I don't think a lot of couples do this or even just friendships or family relationships. I don't think we do this where we talk about how to set up rules for disagreeing or having difficult conversations. Yeah. You know, something that I try to teach my clients is the Mm timeout and defining what that is because you can't, it's inevitable for you to get upset at some point with your partner uh, it, you know, it's just the nature of being a human being. But if you're going to say, well, I don't want to talk about this right now. Like you need to give them some sort of time frame. Yep. You can't say, I just want to talk about it later. Cause my definition of later could be 30 minutes, but your definition of later is two days from now. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, now I'm over here boiling because I thought we was going to talk about this later,
1: but mm-hmm. you in your mind are thinking, well, yeah, like on Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm the same way with my clients. I make them, um, implement a time frame. Mm-hmm. So if you having a timeout, that's like five, 10 minutes. But if you having a break, that means 30 minutes to like 24 hours or whatever, mm-hmm. because it has to be resolved. We're yeah. not just going to keep stewing. And then you have another problem added onto that later. It just, it's a cyclical thing. And we're not trying to, you know, do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're taking notes, this would be
0: another thing to kind of add to your list on how to fight fair with a person is setting ground rules for having a cooling off period, a -hmm. time frame where you can go get yourself together, you know, emotionally sit in your emotion again, first identify and know what it is that you're feeling, then come back. Talk to that person, but if you so the thing that I talk with my couples or about specifically is if you call for the timeout, you're the person that needs to go back. Yep. To the partner. Exactly. Yes. Don't don't make them come to you because then that suggests to them that it's not important. So you returning back to them because you initiated the timeout, you know, shows them that you still care about the conversation and it's important and you want to resolve it. So don't don't make them chase you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
2: and know what kind of communicator you are. And and what what I mean by that is so you can you all can uh, listen to this segment or a book I guess called crucial conversations on from YouTube and one or two of the styles of communication that they talk about is an aggressive style and a silent person. Mm-hmm. And so if you have an aggressive style communicator and a silent a person that goes silent, what happens is as the aggressive communicator is talking and they trying to get you to talk and they telling you and they're doing what their thing. And then the person goes silent. The person that's, that's the aggressor then begins to feel like, okay, you don't want to talk to me. It's my, you know, it, 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 they Mm -hmm. have this internal dialogue, Mm -hmm. negative internal dialogue. So I usually tell my clients that, that are the silent person, let them know, Hey, I need a moment. And like Mm -hmm. Dr. Wall and Dr. Strickland has already said that moment may be an hour from now or two days from now, but the silent person definitely needs to address the fact that they, they are, they, they are aware that they're silent and they're silent for a reason because I need some time.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think that also has to do with processing ability because a lot of times people don't understand that. So your ability to think on your feet and think quickly may be different than the person that you're arguing with. So you mm-hmm. may have to give them time. Like I'm a quick processor, like stuff so be like, doo, 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 and I'm done. However, I have uh, someone who's close to me. Her, she need a, a week or so sometimes, you know, like her processing is significantly slower and that's not a, a bad or a good thing. It's just, it is what it is. And mm-hmm. so you have to know the person that you're dealing with so that you can give some type of in between um, of both of y'all styles right. or processing styles. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. And I've used that one with my clients too, because mm-hmm. if you have a, you know, different speed and processing, like mm-hmm. you're, you're one person is still thinking <laughs> and the other person has gone on to like the next topic mm-hmm. or like the next, the,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I've done that before, too, when I've had couples that have, you know, you have a quick processor and someone that's a little bit slower. You know, I usually say, okay, while you've done, okay, this is A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I said you're the person you're talking to is still on A Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you've already jumped to G. And now you're going to get frustrated because you have to repeat yourself and go back to A. When you didn't double check with them to, to clarify, to make sure that they understood what you meant, that they whether they had a response to what you said mm-hmm. and whether, and what they felt about what you said. So you've already moved on six, seven letters ahead of them and they still at the the beginning, you know, you have to slow down and check with the person. Now this doesn't mean that you have to jump all the way into their style. Like you said, like Dr. Wall was saying, have a balance of that, but you do have to acknowledge that this person is different than you their experiences are different and the way they're going to see the world and process the world is going to be different than yours. Yeah.
2: that one That's one of the things that I have my clients to practice, like speaking and paraphrasing, speaking and paraphrasing mm-hmm. and, and summarize, paraphrasing and summarizing what they heard the other person say. And we can't move on until they, until they say it till mm-hmm. they say what they heard. Now, whether or not they process it and it's sit, sitting I, I have to give them a, it's so, okay. So give her a moment. You know, she's not a quick or he's not a quick processor. Yeah. So give them a moment,
0: you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And try not to generalize, you know, avoid words like you never cook. You never clean up. You
0: always yeah, say absolutes. that. Yes. Yeah. That's a way to, in, for me to definitely get me heated. To say that I always do something or I never do something because uh, I live in the land of maybe, um, <laughs> you know, like, oh, I can see where you're going with that. You know, I definitely am. a I can see the other side type of person. Um, so I hate when some so someone tells me like, well, you always insert whatever it is. And it's like, well, no, that's not true. Like statistically, that's not possible. You know, my brain tries to go Mm. real analytical. (laughs) Statistically, that's not possible for me to do it every time. So
1: what you tell me? So you're lying. (laughs) Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like any of that. That's why I have a really smart Alec mouth when I'm backed into a corner. Mm -hmm. I've realized that about myself because I come from a long line of talkers. (laughs) It's an Mm -hmm. expletive in front of that. Talkers and you really have to watch how you say stuff to me because it just come out my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: like, oops, sorry. (laughs) Didn't mean that.
2: Yeah. See, that's, that's, that's when, when I feel like I'm back, I'm coming out this corner, whether I'm going to kick, scream, fight, punch, words will be (laughs) something. I'm coming out. Mm -hmm. I'm not staying in the corner. We're
1: going to get you a shirt to say, nobody put
2: baby in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Cause that's exactly when my aggression come out right then.
0: Mm-hmm. So what would you like? So what I was thinking about as a next late, uh, thing or list for how to fight fair is having a place to argue. So mm-hmm. one thing I had this several, a couple of years ago, maybe three or four years ago, I had this couple that, you know, just kind of argued everywhere in their home and, um, they were starting to have sexual issues, of course. And one thing that I was talking, I was like, do you guys argue when y'all get in the bed? And they were like, yeah. I'm like, why are y'all arguing in the bed? Like that should be your place of sanctuary. You know, your bedroom is like the safe space. You know, keep your arguments in rooms that are quote unquote common areas. You know, your living room or the kitchen table or dining room if you have one. And save that space so that it's only reserved for, you know, happy, joyous times. if I would say to kind of add to our list is if you're gonna have a difficult discussion with somebody keep it in a place that's not going to be tied to specifically to intimacy Mm
1: -hmm. yeah I think that's a great idea Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I think that's a great idea I've had couples um, and because I'm the sex therapist I've had couples who end up having their arguments about sex and so (laughs) I know this is extreme y'all, but I do extreme things in my therapy sessions. Um, I made this, this particular couple that's standing out in my head. I made them argue about their sex life with no clothes on. (laughs) So imagine how you going to argue naked. You, You figure out a lot you got some embarrassment in some areas. So you are just not going to do it that way. You're going to yeah. have a nice calm conversation. I, I, the I, stuff is swinging and looking I just at want you. you
2: to clear it up. You didn't have them to do that in your office. Did you? No, cause I don't <laughs> want to see that.
1: <laughs> I just wanted you I to don't clarify. I no bucky Nikki <laughs> <laughs> on
2: the couch. Because you know we got some interns out there who would have been like, wait a minute, were they in the no, office? In no, the they'd privacy. be like, where they do that
0: kind of therapy I want to go to that
1: office. You're going to be in there by yourself.
2: Like, no, like in the privacy
1: therapy. of their home, that's where they did that. Y'all, sex therapy does not mean that I see my clients in sexual <laughs> situations you- at all. No.
2: I just wanted you to clarify that because we know you didn't, but hey, they, interns okay. don't know.
1: You
0: just never know out here in these in these streets. Yeah.
2: But I like that idea because I was gonna add to both of you, mm-hmm. I think it's a good good practice to schedule an argument. Mm-hmm. Because like a
1: business meeting. Yeah,
2: there you go. I ain't even gonna say nothing else. Because mm-hmm.
1: relationships are like a business. Yes. They we need talked that. about negotiations last time. So it yeah, yeah. It's okay to have a business meeting about conflict and then that person Especially the slow processor can get prepared, have their little notes together. You have your little notes together, and y'all just check them off and bullet point them. Sometimes that's easier because you take the emotion out of it, and you can resolve it, and then you can put the emotion back in and feel it. Absolutely. Or you
2: can like write it down and switch, switch your that's list. True. So the other person can read the opposite list if y'all on that level. If yes, <laughs> you gotta, you got That's a, mm-hmm. that's a thing you have to work up to because mm-hmm. you have to be able to accept what you read
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. so you put this it remind me that uh episode on the cosby show where she was like cliff you write your list i'm gonna write my list and cliff had like one item and then she was steady writing and he was like well i'm gonna add some to my (laughs) list too (laughs) like that's why you have to write the uh, list separately separately. (laughs) yes separate spaces Mm -hmm.
0: yes Mm -hmm. that's funny When I have my couples do the his needs, her needs list, I say, Uh don't do them together. Uh You know, don't try to make your list match their list or you're comparing your list to theirs. Like, oh, well, they put sexual fulfillment at number four. Okay.
1: Because that's where it goes on their list. Right. (laughs) Or,
0: oh, wait, I didn't realize that financial support was going to be number one for them. Like, do yours. Do you, boo on your own Mm -hmm. so that you don't feel pressure from one another to fit what you think your partner wants. Mm -hmm. You know, this is about you knowing what you want and expressing it in a much healthier way.
2: Yeah. Because it's not about either of you winning the argument. It's about you all coming up with a mutually satisfying solution to whatever the issue may be.
1: AKA negotiate. Yes, ma'am. I tell my clients all the time, and I think I said this towards the beginning of the podcast sessions. Do you want to be right or do you want to be healthy? Mm -hmm. Because being right ain't always a good thing because sometimes you're not right. You're only right in your head because it's what's comfortable to you or you feel like your way is the best way to do stuff. No, your way is best for you. It may not be best for your partner or for the situation that you're in or if it's your friend or whatever, you have to figure out your best, but you also have to figure out what's best for the relationship that you're fostering.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Hence
2: come up with solutions together.
1: And
0: execute them. I tell my clients all the time, it don't matter if you come up with a solution If you don't execute it Mm -hmm. because a problem without a solution that's and not executed is just complaining.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, you definitely can repeat that Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) a problem without a solution that is executed is just complaining. So you got to do the work. Nothing will happen. You will continue to be on that same hamster wheel if you don't work. Yes. Mm -hmm. And what I would add to that is like, don't camouflage what you're feeling. You know, don't try to, I'm gonna go with the lesser of my evils. Like, no, bring the big guns out. Yeah. Say, because
2: the thing is, it's okay for you to have multiple feelings. Mm -hmm. So say all of them. And Mm -hmm. it's
1: okay for your partner to be uncomfortable and to have hurt feelings because they are hearing truths that no one wants to hear yeah. about themselves. So if they feel good about it, then you might want to run because you probably got you a little malignant narcissist. <laughs> run away. We ain't yeah. got time for that. Yeah. So it's, it's totally okay. I have a couple who, they just shelter each other all the time. So it's always this um, one step forward, two steps, back, two steps back thing going on in their sessions. And I'm just like, say what you need to say. It's a whole song about it. I ain't going to sing it right now, but you got to <laughs> say it so that they know where you're coming from. They understand your point of view. And it's not just like what we were saying in the last session. It just came out of the blue. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely. Yeah.
2: And then make sure as you're doing that, make sure you invite the other person's point of view. Both of you have a point of view. Both of you should be able to address your point of view without fear that, you know, if I say this, it's going to hurt his feelings or it's going to hurt her. feelings. She's going to be crying. So, okay. This, this is one thing that I, I, I need to say to our uh, male interns, please work on that thing of y'all being fearful of a woman of women's tears. You have got to learn how to accept our tears. Just because we cry, it does not mean that we can't handle what you said, what you need to say, the 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 phrase statement that you just made. It just means that we had a feeling, and it's coming out through Mm -hmm. our emotion, our tears.
1: Mm -hmm. It's just (laughs) salt water. Y'all should see her face. She looked just like her mama when she (laughs) said (laughs) it. I'm just being serious. Like it's just salt water. Like, and I'm saying it from the place of y'all know I, I'll cry in a heartbeat, but I'm still going on about my business because it's just an expression of emotions. If you make it a problem that it is expressed that way, then it's also going to be a problem for you. And you're going to hold back your tears. No, you shouldn't just be walking around crying every five seconds. Cause then that's a little odd. Um, and mm-hmm. that tells me that your emotions are controlling you, Yeah, but it's an expression. Stop Mm -hmm. living in this weird society where people have to walk around like androids or something. And you and
2: you we have to not. Well, yeah, we have to be comfortable with our tears in order to be able to be comfortable with someone else's tears. Mm -hmm. So if you're not even comfortable crying, you no, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry.
1: stop it. Just stop it. That's that's not healthy. Mm -hmm. That's not being a man. And I'm (laughs) I've heard that saying so many times i'm like if being a man is deduced to your tear ducts something is wrong with your manhood very much so i would agree (laughs) you need to work on that but don't
0: use your tears to manipulate no because you're losing and i hate to even say it but if your point is not being made or you feel like you know because we do feel like there's a win lose when we argue with somebody so Mm -hmm. if you if your mind is telling you i'm losing this argument don't turn on the waterworks in an effort to detract from what that person is saying and what they're feeling Mm -hmm. in order for them to start dealing with you.
1: Yeah. But also don't let them either. Yeah. Just hold them accountable. Yes. You know, something I say in session is what's causing you to cry right now. Me too. And you can, and you can definitely say that people outside of their therapeutic sessions, you can say that to your partner or your friend, what's causing you to cry right now because you don't know, don't assume because of X, Y, and Z this is what. No, what's making you cry? Not cry right now, and then they can tell you mm-hmm. because they need to hold space for themselves in that moment. Yep,
2: and own what what it is.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If it's oh this, rem, you know this just remind this just validates something that someone else told me a long time ago. Not that that needs to be something that makes the other person feel guilty, but that you that means you're owning on owning your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so Mm -hmm. don't I I definitely agree with Dr. Strickland. Do not use it as a way to manipulate, but use it as a way for healing and hold yourself accountable and being responsible for your own emotions and your own expression of those emotions. Mm
0: -hmm. Agreed we making some valid points today. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> you know, something else that I find very important is the art of being able to have reflective listening and using i statements. Yes. Yeah. Because for all y'all who don't know, reflective listening is kind of like this back and forth parroting of what was said and then you paraphrase it and then they can confirm or not confirm <laughs> that what you paraphrase is what they said so that you can get the information that you need to get because a lot of time it's like the telephone game. The reception is not great. Mm -hmm. So you got to make sure what the person is saying is what you have interpreted and then you can move forward. Mm -hmm. Um, But another big part of that is the I statement. So most of the times when people argue, it's all about you did this to me, you did that, you did this. And instead it needs to be accountability put on yourself. I feel like this because this happened. Or I felt, I think like it needs to, you can't talk about how someone else affected you from their perspective. You have to talk about it from your perspective. Mm -hmm. And we, as in the United States, because that's where we live, we don't know how to do that. Because the famous one is,
2: you make me, you made me angry. Mm-hmm. No, you made yourself angry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, they influenced you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a set of ins- uh, circumstances influenced you to feel uh-huh. that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did not jump in your body and say, get angry. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So like a prime example of our statement would be, um, let me think of something. Maybe. I feel angry when you cut me off or something. Yeah you know it is mm-hmm. it's speaking from your perspective and giving the specific event that happened it is not this long bullet statement where you've then listed every single thing that they've ever done to you that caused you to be angry it's like just one sentence
0: and i think to kind of piggyback on what both of you ladies are saying is making sure that when you say i feel a feeling comes after yes. that word Because in American society, we tend to do, I feel like you got a problem with me. Like, first of all, that's not a feeling. I feel like you got something to say.
1: Yeah, like we (laughs) we say I feel. (laughs) No, you thought that, friend. You thought that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So use
0: when you say I feel, again, do your Googles and get you a feeling sheet. Um, mm-hmm. Because we usually say I feel like and then insert some sort of action or uh, thought process after that mm-hmm. versus and then we never actually say the feeling.
1: Never. Because there's no feeling in there. Mm-hmm. You already know. It's it's so important that you take a moment <laughs> and collect your thoughts before you just start saying stuff. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we're. Jumbled up, discombobulated, whatever words you want to use, and you just spewing all of that on your friend or your partner, your family member, and imagine how that's feeling. They trying to catch all your stuff and still defend themselves. It's mm-hmm. too much. Yeah.
2: And then we expect for people to be able to respond to that, but you didn't the way we them, want to want them right. To. <laughs> and we I don't I don't know how to respond to that because you just told me a thought and you said I feel I'm confused.
1: Mm -hmm. They get that blank stare from me. (laughs) Bat these big eyes. (laughs) Bleep, bleep. Go on, go on. What else were you saying? Like I'm Mm -hmm. not. I'm not even gonna get into the ring Mm -hmm. on certain things. I'm like, if I have somebody that I'm talking to, and that's where they're going, I'm automatically like, okay, let me just let them talk because this is obviously a ranting session. This is not a conversation. They're not trying to solve anything. And when they get to the done, I'm, get to the end, I'm going to be like, do you feel better? Yeah. Okay, now do you want to talk about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be part of the rules. Don't
0: monologue, dialogue. I can't remember everything you said
2: when you t- tell me this monologue. Like, how am I supposed to respond to that? They want you to get your notebook out and be a therapist.
0: <laughs> and it's not happening. Then you
2: get your credit card out and get ready to
0: pay me. Okay. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I'm a fan of the I statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When used in its proper Properly. form. Because
1: <laughs> yeah. you can still be accusatory. I feel like you did. Like, no, 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 no. Come back.
0: Mm-hmm. That's,
1: that's not an I statement. And I still
0: got <laughs> mad aggressiveness on it. Who you talking to? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Tone. You know, watch your tone. Mm-hmm. You know, When we talked in the uh, maybe two sessions ago about communication types, mm-hmm. you know, tone, facial expressions, body language, all of that is important when you're communicating with another person. You know, if you're rolling your eyes at them or if you got your arms crossed and folded or you huffing and puffing yep. or uh, waving your hands around. You know, all of that stuff matters in your message that you're trying to communicate. You could be saying, you know, my classic phrase is that I'm fine when I'm trying to teach people on how they're communicating and what you look like, because mm-hmm. it's a complete package. What you say and what you do all go together. So if you're saying that you're good, but you're over there. And you just keep obviously something is bothering you. Mm hmm. And it's not you,
2: your person's job to pull it out. Because you sound like you about to huff and puff and blow the house down. Okay. <laughs> like, and the thing is, you may, you may get your words correct but or right and your, your tone right, but then you need to tell your face and your body.
0: Because the face don't lie. Mm-mm. It's hard. Well, at least for me. Mine either. Y'all know <laughs>
1: my. I mean, in session, I can typically hold it together. But in real life, no. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. have to have that restraint. Yeah. Yeah. So all
0: of it has to go together. Yeah, it does.
1: Yeah. And another part to piggyback on that is when you are doing all that, express your feelings with your words. Mm -hmm. Because just because you acted it out don't mean I know that's what you're meaning because what you do for that don't mean that's what I do for that. Mm -hmm. So you need to make sure you use your words. And I say this (laughs) all the time in session. They be looking at me like I'm their mama or something. Use your words. (laughs) complete sentences please like if I'm over here rolling my eyes why not just say I'm mad frustrated right now and then Mm -hmm. say why I'm frustrated like you are a whole adult yeah if kids can do this adults can do this you need to let your pride and your ego get out of the way and then own your stuff sit in your truth don't shy away from it once you put it out there on the table
2: Yes, yes yes and know what your goals are when you're, you're ready to have these conversations because like if you don't if you just come and talk and we don't know where we're <laughs> going with this like i'm i'm not listening already
0: again <laughs> i'm gonna say again a problem <laughs> without a solution <laughs> to be executed is a complaint so yeah. I agree with both ladies have know where you're going. Y'all just can't be walking on the yellow brick road and y'all just like the
1: whiz version. Okay. <laughs> He's on down.
0: <that. laughs> like, y'all just don't know where you going. You just walking like, okay, we just gonna argue until the cows come home? And then before you know it, you've been having this conversation for five hours or days or days and you're nowhere. Mm-hmm. And you're not even where you started. Like you're literally, missing the target (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) you just arguing for the sake of arguing and when I see people like that I'm like oh you just wanted to transfer what you was feeling onto your person that's really what that was Mm -hmm. no you you eat that you own that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and whoever that person is you got to make sure you hold your boundary where it needs to be and don't receive the stuff that they trying to dish onto you and
2: remember like if this is a person that is uh close to you that intimate partner, a best friend, a family member, you don't have to talk about everything in one day or hour <laughs> or, you know, like this may not be something that can be resolved in that time, like that short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And so stop, don't do that. <laughs> well, I would
0: add on to what you said, Dr. Jones is, is it something that even needs to be talked about? Because not everything that's in your head or every problem that arises is discussion worthy. Sometimes you really just need to figure it out and figure a way to keep moving on because in the grand scheme, is that worth having a huge, Mm -hmm. well, we need to sit down and have this discussion about this thing. I have my bullet points and I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's
1: your problem, mm -hmm. right? It's not our problem. It's your problem. That's what I was just, (laughs) because like, (laughs)
2: She done got frustrated. you I had flashback because <laughs> it's just like that thing of when, so, it, when you're speaking to someone and they say something that validates something that resonated you from childhood, resonated with you from childhood, that's not their problem. Mm-hmm. You got to deal with that. Nope. You have to heal. That's your scar.
1: Yep. Yeah. Like a prime example of that from my own life, I the, the guy, y'all know him. Mm-hmm. Um, shall remain nameless (laughs) he uh we were having that argument and he was like oh you just think you better than everybody and I was like first of all in my head if you really knew me you would know that's not anywhere where my mind ever goes Mm -hmm. but it was a trigger that I had to catch because growing up because I was so quiet and nerdy and like to myself like the kids in my neighborhood used to call me snob from the hood because I wouldn't go outside and play with them. I'm like, I'm I'm reading a book. Like, I'm, I'm talking to make-believe people. Like, I I got to do this. Mm-hmm. But it was never because I was a snob, for real, but it was because I was different than them. So I can't take on childhood trauma from verbal bullying and then attach that to some dude that I'm talking to 30 years later. Like, yeah. that's not fair to him. That's not fair to me. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes Absolutely. Sense.
1: Again, as we've said before, own
0: your stuff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and sit in it. Mm -hmm. Don't absorb it. Sit in it. Yeah. Uh, What I would add kind of that we haven't really talked about is for our interns out there that have children or Mm -hmm. young children um, is managing your disagreements or discussions uh, in front of them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay for children to see that you disagree I mean, it's, it's actually healthy. healthy for them to see that you disagree. What is not healthy for them to see is screaming, arguing, throwing things, name calling, you know, all of that kind of character assassinations, all of those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Yeah,
2: because mm-hmm. remember, you teach your children how to ha- deal, manage their feelings yeah. and
1: have relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are the first teacher. So <laughs> That's why when we had that session a while back when we was giggling real hard, um, don't come in no session telling me I need to help your child change when you don't want to taught your child everything they know. Mm -hmm. So you need to make sure that you are giving them a healthy guideline and a healthy map of how to, you know, go through life, you know, with relationships, with communication, with boundaries, because you'd be surprised how many kids don't, no healthy boundaries well that's
2: because they a lot you know the one thing that I have gathered since I've been a therapist is that a lot there are so many I want to say everybody on the entire world (laughs) in the entire world need
1: to have a therapist yes Yes. y'all know I done said everybody as soon as you come out uh your mama you need to have a a therapist assigned to you just like you get that pediatrician you need a therapist yes Mm -hmm.
2: because the children are not especially with the generations we have now but uh yeah the generations that we have now because so many of our parents and our parents parents are emotionally unintelligent Mm
1: -hmm. Mm mm-hmm
2: because this this you you know yeah that's what I'm gonna say this identification of your feelings thing and emotion this is new
0: yeah well you have to think that you know the baby boomers were raised by the silent generation Mm -hmm. so the I the the word feelings is very foreign Mm -hmm. to those you know unfortunately to many in that generation both of those actually Mm -hmm. and don't
1: be in a, a minority community yeah because mm-hmm. you know our rights came significantly later so it it was for real no place for emotion now mm-hmm. yeah. you dry them tears up and you go back out there another day because mm-hmm. you got to you, you, you gotta gotta got choice. You yeah. yeah
0: but if you do have an explosive argument in front of your child please make
1: sure that you resolve that in front of your child yes Please, it needs to be at the same intensity, not like harmful. Right, but you exploded, so you need to show them that it is okay to come back and fix that, and you need to apologize to whoever you were talking to, as well as to the people who saw it. Yes, you know I can't, and this is something we definitely need to talk about: um is parents not being willing to apologize to their kids when they did wrong stuff, mm-hmm. and parents
2: who think that their children don't have emotions. Yeah. You think yeah. you can just be little target attack, you know, your kids and they're not supposed to feel you stop crying. Don't be disrespecting me. You just disrespected them. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not for disrespect. I was raised right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you, the thing is you sitting up here cussing and fussing and all of that with them, just because they played a, a, a game console before they did their homework
1: what how you think they gonna respond mm-hmm. And I, I mean and you giving them too much responsibility because i'm my um god babies that i've taken care of no you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing i will take every electronic device in this house lock it up and throw the key somewhere and y'all won't have nothing because you, if you don't have the responsibility within you, the maturity within you, okay, I am the parental figure. I have to mm-hmm. advise you on how to handle that so you're not at an age yet. I don't care how old you are. I, I still have my um 17-year-old at home. I ain't got no babies of my own yet, but, you know, I've taken care of other people's children that I love dearly. And he know, don't let me get no bad phone call because I will go get, you know, them little bitty locks. <laughs> I will put it in the prong of the plug. And you I don't even lock nothing. it up no more. And the key is here with me in Arlington. Mm. So I don't play that. You know, you have to show them the way and it don't always have to be this yelling and screaming and mm-hmm. like, I can't stress this enough because I was a sensitive kid. I'm still a sensitive adult. You will break their spirit. Yes. And that's a long road as someone who had to battle through childhood depression and not being okay with themselves. That's not something I wish on no kids. Right.
2: Yeah. But that's the thing. Parents, please understand that the way you communicate, interact, and and listen and observe and all problem of those solved. things. Yeah. Problem mm-hmm. solved. Your children, children are the most observant people on earth. Yes. Great they,
1: observers, poor interpreters.
2: Yes. Cause they, they
1: hear everything and they, <laughs> and they see
2: everything. Yeah. They know how you, what mood is getting ready mm. to be in the house. By the way, you put your key in the keyhole to the door. Mm-hmm. They already know. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh-uh. I'm going to my room. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I might be able to ask for $5 a
0: day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you like, you I was go saying, ask her, uh-huh. <laughs> like I was saying, if you got sensitive kids mm-hmm. and I, what I realized is that pretty much all the people on my maternal side, cause that's the, that's the side that I grew up in are highly emotionally intelligent, but they just don't deal with their emotions. Mm. So imagine that you got all these people shutting their emotions off and running around, you know hurting people mm-hmm. like it's just it's a cycle that definitely has that's one of my family's um generational curses that i've been actively working on my whole adult life to try to cut off because i'm like i'm not passing that on to my kids mm-hmm. yeah what do y'all feel because i, I want to ask a question because i know we sure. haven't done that in the last couple sessions what do y'all feel is y'all's <laughs> issue when y'all have uh, fair fighting
2: what are y'all show? No interns, let me think.
0: I think one of my issues is I probably can do the tit for tat. Okay. Um and not always be present in mind to hear what the other person is saying. Okay. Um and not that I believe in horoscopes. <laughs> <laughs> A lot. (laughs) Right. But if you do believe in horoscopes, uh, I'm an Aries and I'm definitely a fire sign. So I can and and, and I've said this in previous sessions, like it takes a, a lot for me to get there. But once I do, it's it's hard to bring me back. So now I'm like and I will bring and I'm the person that will bring up stuff from like two years ago, two, three years ago, and now we're not even, you know, mm-hmm. discussing the thing that originally was brought up. Yeah. Um, so if I had to say that those were my two defaults or two faults rather, um, when it comes to fair fighting, that'd probably be my two biggest.
2: Okay. I would I would have to say the remaining calm thing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> um and I would have to say, so because I, well, I'm very transparent, I can sometimes st- start a conversation at the wrong time
0: mm-hmm. because
2: okay. I'm not one of those people to hold it in. I'm just like, mm 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 mm. No, you get ready to go to the bathroom while well, I'm sitting in front of the door. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, I don't do that. I don't do that. But, I but will. I. I <laughs> So I, I, my, I think I would have to say my, my two would have to be remaining calm and the wrong time.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I, if I had to add anything, oh man, that sounds being a therapist is like, damn, I'm saying, Oh, excuse me. Sorry, mom. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, man, I'm really, this is really revealing about ourselves. But I think if I had to, but we are also human, even though we are therapists. So let's go ahead and put that out there. Mm -hmm. And we will say this many times in the future that yes, we are therapists and we understand the techniques, but please don't forget that we are human first. Um, Agreed. So I would say if I had to, if I had to add something to a list for myself it would be um, that I'm sometimes too honest. Like I will tell you sometimes so honest to the point that I, when I after I say it and it leaves in my mouth, I'm like, Ooh, that was hurtful. Mm-hmm. Like even if I don't say it in a hurtful way, but the sheer honesty of what I said mm-hmm. um, sometimes can be f- taken in a way that I didn't mean it to, to come out. I can definitely
2: say that's me too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. Been a little too
0: honest. Yeah. Okay. Not
1: everything needs to be said. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that one for myself. Um, But I think the ones that kind of stand out for me is um, I struggle sometimes with not having degrading language and I'm not going to cuss you out. I'm not going to, um, do nothing but this intelligence that come up out of my mouth oh I will annihilate you and you won't even know I annihilated you mm-hmm. like I, I have to really work on my tongue and not do that and remember okay we're on the same side I don't need to like slice you up into little pieces and then put salt in your wounds that ain't that's not good mm-hmm. and then I would say the other one would be stonewalling because y'all know mm-hmm. I have to constantly work on not shutting down because it's like what we talked about previously, minimizing my feelings. Mm-hmm. And so I have to constantly be like, okay, you you keep talking. It don't matter if you are not um, feeling the greatest at what they're saying or um, maybe they are mishandling you, but you still, you're the only person here to advocate for yourself. So you have to continue to show up for you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, no, I, I. That's good points.
0: Got to work work on that zero to sixty. Oh,
2: yes. <laughs> mine is zero to, t- right now.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say, I don't know if this is necessarily a, a fair fighting thing, but definitely something to not. I'm a definitely in my head person. You know, I I just kind of think about stuff and I think and I think and I think, and then sometimes I can trigger myself.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) You having them (laughs) arguments with (laughs) yourself? You spewing on yourself. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You know, I wasn't in a bad mood and I wasn't Mm -hmm. angry. But then like I saw like something (laughs) on TV and I remember that that happened, you know, like five years ago. And then I start thinking about that thing that happened five years ago. And now I want to let you know that I'm thinking about that (laughs) thing that happened five years ago. And now we arguing about that thing that happened five years ago. And you looking at me like, what? The bleep de bleep is wrong with you. You got to watch yourself, people. You got to, you
1: do have to take captive your thoughts because you be done had a whole two, three, four more hour long, um, argument with somebody and the argument been over. I should have said this Mm -hmm. and talk about this.
2: It's just like that meme that was like, Have you ever had an argument and then say some things and you think about it later on and be like, You want to argue again?
0: (laughs) Yes. For sure. Yeah. All right. Any other things, ladies, that you think we should add to our how to fight fair list? I
1: think, no, we, I think we gave them a good, a good, well-rounded yeah. combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I had
0: to say one extra one real quick, I don't think this is really anything for us to elaborate on because it seems pretty self-explanatory. Is don't use violence. Oh yeah. Oh no, don't do that. Uh, don't argue while you're drinking or after you've been drinking, and don't use violence. Any substance yes substance whether it's a downer or upper. true don't I, do it. I agree with that mm-hmm. so we're gonna end this off as we normally do with our quote
1: our quote from this week comes from Max Lucado it reads conflict is inevitable but combat is optional Must be his bio control.
0: so okay interns process your notes Be sure to catch us next session
1: and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share.
2: Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.